Welcome back to Tales from the Service Industry. Tonight, I've got Mama Bear, Ms. B. Hey, guys. We've got our resident deviant. Liz is on the mic. Hi, team. <laughs> and joining us for the first time, Pat. Hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you. And I'm your host. I'm Bill. Uh, tonight, Pat is joining us with a little different job history than we've got for all the listeners. You know, we've got a lot of hotel experience here, mm-hmm. some recreation, but Pat's joining us from retail. Is that correct? Retail primarily, about 15 years, 10 years of uh, retail management. Uh, most re- like recently, though, I'm in um, food and beverage, so it's kind of a change of pace, but... Love it. We don't most, have a lot of that. No. Yeah. Most of my yeah. background, though, comes from apparel retail. So I started in high school. I was one of those. It was either like, you know, fast food or something or work at a retail store. Uh, went down that path because I didn't want to be around, you know, oil and grease. And high school I was already breaking out enough. <laughs> I wanted to avoid that. And um, I loved it. It got me out of my like shell a little bit. And I was able to kind of, uh, I don't know. Uh, it just was a different atmosphere than I was ever used to talking to strangers. So, well, like you're learning those people skills. Yeah, exactly. So I stuck with it and uh, moved into management really, really quickly. By the time I was 18, I was already a store manager. So nice. Wow. Was fast. That's awesome. So it was really cool. I think I've seen it all. I've worked for quite a few different brands, mostly in like surf apparel and a lot of like you know action sports brands so that would be like the my specialty i would say you know because that's where i know most about product knowledge and whatever but the industry is weird it's kind of brought me around different places and i, I definitely have experienced some really interesting situations so you know I'm nothing excited i don't know if it's too out of the norm from like every service industry but there are definitely like retail specific challenges that you face well, sure. you, you got uh, a high bar to meet. Our last retail guest had some crazy stories. Okay. Horrific. Are you talking about Allie? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll see what I can... So she she was in, <laughs> just to give you a background, she was in a lingerie store. Okay. Should we just say it like that? Big box lingerie store. Familiar. <clears throat> so it's probably exactly what you're thinking. And she had some crazy like fitting room mm. stories. Oh. Homeless stories. I'm sure we all have a chalk phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Kind of those? Yeah. Fitting room stories are like kind of our um, you know, if you worked at like a bar, that's like your drunk person story. Like fitting yeah. rooms are, are kind yeah. of like horror stories constantly. So Or like in a hotel, that jerk that's checking in or checking out. Like mm-hmm. it, we got a lot of those. They're all one and the same. The stable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I have one really, really great uh fitting room story that we'll, Ooh, we'll bring excited. up. Are we gonna dive <laughs> right in? We should. Let's yeah. just go. I'm we dying, should. please. First, I kinda wanna start not with like a, a customer story, but with an internal employee story. Ooh, those are my favorites. Um I give reference to the story a lot, like almost on a daily basis. So Oh I, wow. I like it. Had an impact. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So we all have those employees that are a little bit um kind of troubling and uh showing up. Maybe if it's on time or if it's just at all. You know, right. we've yes. all kind of, we know those people. I had one that was regularly kind of late and they were kind of, uh, they were getting write-ups and, you know, kind of on their last leg. They knew that they was, the, the hammer was about to drop. Okay. Oh, okay. So they were previously coached on it. Yeah, given absolutely. documentation. No shock. Yep. Final documentation. Oh. So they, they, they were there. We had an instance where I was out of the store and I get a call and there's a fire alarm. That's pretty common. We get fire alarms in malls and stuff. Really? All the time. Oh. When you work in retail, you get really dull to the fire alarm. Like it kind of it kind of ends up being like a, you know, it's a test. You kind of like wait until you hear like more legitimate. You see people moving and then you're like, all right. Mm, do I okay. hear sirens? Do I smell smoke? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, how often would you say? Once a week? Weekly. Once a month? Oh, oh. Weekly, I would say is like fairly normal to experience. Mm. Um, well, our listeners know Miss B's trouble with the fire alarms in a hotel. <laughs> Oh, I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so I get a call, fire alarm, everyone exits. Okay. Um, it was a legit like fire alarm at that point. Nothing was burning down, but it was a pulled alarm. So like it was an internal like, hey, there's an emergency. Oh. It wasn't a test. So you needed to investigate. Yeah. Nothing really came of it. Employees all came in. I got word that that employee was late, but it was because of everyone being outside the store and the fire alarm. It was kind of like, you know, a little bit of havoc. Huh. Give it two weeks. This occurs again. And I didn't necessarily connect the dots initially, but... Are there cameras on, like, fire alarms to see who pulled them? There are, but on the external sides of the building, they're not, like, always super like, on camera. Like, great quality? Or they're just not, like, on camera. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's ones that, like, because they're having to be, like, every 100 yards on the building or something, but... Okay. Whatever code is for fire alarms on a building sure. like that. Sure. They're, they're everywhere, <laughs> kind of. And um, this goes on for the next three or four weeks. 
and or like every week the correlation was really obvious at that point oh of like oh but, this pl- employee but it didn't is make like sense, though, on their way in every time that employee would be late so who's pulling the alarm and we were trying to figure this out a little bit so we kind of had an idea that it was two people working together hey i'm running late can you yank this alarm <gasps> oh <laughs> that was like the concept basically and so I don't get caught just because I'm yeah. late. I don't want to lose my job and I'm running late and they can't, you know, get it together. Well, obviously so, you don't want to be wow. there and be on time. Isn't Talk, that a felony? It, it uh, is. It absolutely okay. is <laughs> rough. Talk about, the, <laughs> talk about the nuclear option for like yes. covering for somebody's late shift start time. And these are, get a felony. These weren't minors. They were like, you know, grown ass late 20s adults. Yeah. Um, it, it, it moved up though and it stepped up a degree because oh God. about a week later so it's a month and i'm trying to kind of figure it out it's really hard to you know work with the mall and try to get footage and it was kind of chaotic a little bit try to iron it out but and like run a store at the same time yeah <laughs> it wasn't the biggest deal initially too because it was like 30 minutes late and we weren't really sure if that was actually occurring that they were pulling an alarm it, it just seemed like outlandish it didn't make sense yeah you're like no and uh and then we get a bomb threat no! oh god and the bomb threat was for our store they didn't call our store. They called the mall and told them that it was in our store. <gasps> so we vacate. Clearly, the whole mall vacates. Bomb squad what? show up. At that point, I also realized that employee is late. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So it, I uh, I don't want to jack the flow, but just a yeah, quick question. Absolutely. You're calling it a bomb threat. You're call- pulling a fire alarm because you're late. I mean, you still haven't punched in. It's You're still late. I mean, it you're was still like late. The, we would, you know, it was kind of like a, a flyby, like, we kind of understand you're late because they would say they're late because of this. Hey, I was trying to get oh. a parking lot. I couldn't find parking. There was fire. You know, they would, they would give it that. Hey, what's mm. going on? Mm-hmm. I was, I here? can't clock in. Yeah. Oh so, my God. and sometimes it was like 20 minutes. We didn't have any sort of cushion. So if they were like two minutes, they were late. So Damn. they, they just knew Ooh. that this was, this was like it basically. If they so were instead one more time. of setting an alarm clock, like maybe like, I don't know, 30 minutes earlier, they would just be like, I'm going to call it a bomb threat today. Yeah. Yeah, and this was after maybe like five months of employment. That's they, they were avidly late from the very beginning. Wow! Um, like I'm gonna get the whole fire department here. Screw the actual emergencies that are going on in this city. Department. It was traceable. Yeah, you, they start sixty seven. That doesn't work with cops. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. PSA, everyone. Um. So they 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 caught him, and it was it was actually one of the employees that was in the store that was doing it Dumbass. for their behalf. So you're currently in because the they store. Were, they were afraid of getting caught for pulling the alarm again because they figured everyone was like hot on their tail about it because there was like conversations like someone's <gasps> wait, who's wait, pulling wait, this wait. alarm all the time, you know? So they're in the store. Yeah. Their buddy calls them, hey, I'm going to be late. On clock. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, oh, instead of pulling the fire alarm, I'm just going to start 67, call the mall. bomb threat. And threaten that there's a bomb in the store that I'm currently clocked in at. Okay. Sorry, just wanted to clarify. Super extreme. It took about two hours for the cops to come into our store and go, "Hi, <laughs> we have a, a this call originated from uh, from your store. Oh, by the way, store phone, not like their <gasps> cell phone. Are you kidding me? No. Store phone. Not even a cell phone. Yeah. Oh this call God. originated from in here, and we want to kind of know what happened. And, and um, we want to interview everyone ha- that was here. Wait, did they get the footage? You have camera footage and see the person on the phone? Where they were at in the back office? No, they oh. they you know there's always those little blackout zones. Right. So, yeah. Oh, they, they use the back of house phone. Mm-hmm. That was their getaway. That's insane. Yeah. So not only did they obviously lose their jobs, they were chosen, so <laughs> trying to keep apparently with very extreme circumstances, but they also ended up with some like hefty fines and potential mm-hmm. jail time. But I think it was um, like racked up. I was going to say for sure jail that time. Is a felony? That has to be a felony. It, it, it is. It's like threat. up to like maybe a year or so like in like a, I don't know, ten, up to like a $10,000 fine per instance. Mm-hmm. So, so I know that they settled and stuff, but they had like $20,000 in fines each. <gasps> and they were able to get off without any jail time because first offender kind of stuff. So when, when they're like, you know, thinking this through, hmm, do I want to lose my minimum wage job or get a felony, mm-hmm. have all the possibility of jail time, $20,000 in fines? I'm going to go with the option B. Yeah. For my coworker <laughs> who's just late. Never go with option B. I mean, no. He's really Always holding out for his buddy. Always use option A. <laughs> Props for like really trying to take care of his bud, but you know, they weren't thinking through it at all. Like just not wow. at all. Wait, but, so um, the bud, did he get in trouble too? Both of them got oh, yeah. the same okay. exact fines and same, <gasps> same punishments and stuff. Good. Uh, equal share, yeah. They deserved it. 
Because he was the well, the one that was pulling the fire alarms was the friend, not even the one that was being late. So dumb. But did they? Because he was there. Right? Did they trade <laughs> off and do it for each other? No, it was just the one that was. It was a one-way street. A, having wow. a problem. Yeah. They were buddy buddies. So now, when anybody's late, I just tell them don't pull an alarm. <laughs> like it's like a it's just a it's like a thing late. that is stuck in my head that just, you know give me a call. I rather communicate <laughs> <laughs> with people the versus uh, oh deal with you God. know angry firemen that you know are here for a pointless call so i mean i'm kind of the same way as a department head like look i get it stuff runs late if especially my students if they're coming from school if you get caught up just shoot me a text Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hey i'm gonna be 10 15 whatever late if we're covered i don't really care you communicated with me so it's okay as a manager i honestly really only start to crack down if it's a trend yeah you know like if it's okay every day you can't get up on time like, I've literally had people coming in for their PM shift, like, 45 minutes. Like, Sorry, I didn't wake up. A but PM? It's three in the afternoon. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. The ones that bother me, though, are the ones that will punch in 30 minutes late and think they can stay an extra 30 minutes to make up their hours. Mm-hmm. No. No, get <laughs> no. out. Your schedule says you're out at 2, you're out at 2. Oh, but I came, in, I came in at 6.30. And whose fault is that? Do you know what's yeah. so funny, though? I have the exact opposite. So I have this one associate will sometimes come in like hours late. I'm like, so are you going to be staying till five or six? Because I'll use the mid. And they go, no, I have to leave at two. <laughs> uh, but it, de- it depends on the day. It depends on the employee and like the background of the situation. Yeah. no. Because totally. there are sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to give you more hours. GTFO. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes if I'm desperate, I'm like, can you please stay? It, <laughs> yeah. all, it all depends. But I love totally. the employees that clock in late and just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And they go just go about their shift. And I'm I'm neurotic about checking time cards. I'm checking time cards like, time every card, single like, day. Is that an error? <laughs> So I'll, I'll wait for their entire shift. Say they're scheduled 8 to 4.30 and they clocked in at 8.30. I will wait until they're like, okay, do you need anything else for me today? It's almost my time to go. I go, oh, no, no, no. Take a seat. Uh, why were you 30 minutes late today? Uh, well, uh, I'm like, look, next time, can you just let me know? Just communicate with me. Yeah. I also get a lot of the people that show up on time. And they punch in, but then it's another fifteen ish, twenty minutes. Until they walk through the door onto the floor. I yeah. You know, still that. still eating a snack and getting ready. They're eating breakfast. I would have an associate yeah. come in like in their sweats and like full out of uniform, like be holding things. <laughs> Is this a person that has like hair and makeup to do? Basically, she would come in in like sweats and all this and thirty minutes later come out and be like, I'm sorry, when you punch in, you were on the clock. You need to That means you're go ready to work. To work. I am not paying for you to get dressed, put on your hair and your makeup. Punch in means you're on the floor. So feels. I think I think I might have told you guys this story. Um, I had a uh, associate that he punched in at 11 a.m., but then he turned in a manual punch form stating that he uh, had forgotten to punch in at 10 when he got there. 10. Yeah, because he was scheduled to work 10 to 630. Mm. And oh. so he had punched at 11, but then turns in a paper saying he had arrived at 10, forgot to punch. Mm. So I'm looking, I, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, that could be kind of plausible had he not punched at 11. <laughs> so what do I do? I check the cameras. Now, this of guy course. is already on his second written warning. He had already been to- told, look, you're late again. We're going to have problems, right? So I check the cameras and I can see him ride in on his motorcycle oh, perfect. <laughs> at 11 o'clock oh. or at like 10.55. I see him come through the front doors at like 10.59, <laughs> jacket on, helmet in hand, walks into the back office, punches in. The day that this gets dropped on my desk was his day off. So at this point, I'm like, okay, well, you've been written up twice for, you know, being late. And now, yeah, and now you're literally trying to steal money from me. So I ordered his final check. (gasps) Yep. So a couple days goes by, he comes in, I pull him in the office and I sit down, sit him down and talk to him. And I said, hey, you know, I got your, your manual punch form. This is yours, right? He says, uh, yeah. I said, so can you explain to me why you punched in at 11, but then signed in at 10? Oh, well, you know, I I, I got here and I was, you know, I was in a hurry. I jumped on the desk because it was busy and I I just got to work. Oh, okay. I said, so, you know, here's your write-up for being late to work. I need you to please write that on the associate comments. As you're you're ready to present a final check. Yeah. yeah. So he writes that out, right? So he writes down his whole excuse. Dumbass. 
So at that point, I said, you know, I appreciate you sharing that further information with mm -hmm. me, but unfortunately, this is the end of our relationship. I said, you know, you are being dishonest with me. You are not being straightforward, and you're perpetuating it in writing. So here's a photo of you riding in on your motorcycle. Here's you coming through the doors at 2 minutes to 11. Here's you punching in at the clock. So here's your final check. I wish you the best. Thank you. Or as you. Ms. B says, bye, Felicia. Exactly. But none of those are as good as a fire alarm. No. <laughs> I have never. No. Ever. I don't know the logic behind it. It just seems there such an extreme measure for something that really could have been just communicated better. Like you wow. could have just been like, hey, I'm running late. Like it's been an emergency. I know I'm on my final ride up. Like, please. But how many? Job. Okay. We accommodated too. We changed his shifts to but deal with like his lateness. It was, you know. Based on know. your. You did, you, did, you did your due diligence. Based you made on your the memory. Could have. Yeah. How many times was a fire alarm pulled? It was four individual times and then one, <laughs> one bomb threat. So five so in totality. Five, yeah. Oh to prevent a final warning in term. Yeah. And I mean, they were considering like charging him for loss of revenue in the mall because the mall is vacated. And yeah. you know, they were, they were, it could have been really bad for them. They got kind of lucky for just hitting with the criminal side versus the civil side. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was well, cause a bad at that idea. Extent, I think they should have because when you've done it that many times, you obviously don't have any remorse. You obviously don't care how it affects other people. I think it's just they did it the first time out of will and then just were like, oh, it worked. Like, oh, we, let's got, do this we again. got away with it. Let's yeah. go again. Damn sociopaths. Yeah. Hey, so you know what? Rather than getting here to work on time, let's just pull the fire alarm and <laughs> evacuate a mall. Yeah. And give me another 30 minutes of sleep. I want to uh -huh. know where those people are now, like in their lives. I'm just... In debt. <laughs> That's where they're at. <laughs> Maybe in prison. I don't uh -huh. know. Or yeah. in the unemployment line. Because, I mean, if you're going to pull that maneuver, four fire alarms and a bomb threat, you're probably not changing your ways. Exactly. But yeah. I would love to be the hiring manager at their next job saying, so <laughs> why did you leave company XYZ? Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Well, I threatened I'm guessing there's just a bombs. big gap in their, in their work history. I'm assuming uh, they didn't put that one down. <laughs> oh, it was COVID. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so is that your best? It kind of leads into another, uh, if we stay on the employee side. Yeah, let's do um, it. I'm excited. So I was a district manager for um, a pretty well-known like eyewear company. And as I came in, it was I came into an area that was kind of difficult, right? In the heat of COVID. And they, were, they had a lot of challenges that they were kind of experiencing and just, you know, growing traffic into their stores. And they were like trying everything. And they were, they were still doing well. Like, you know, in terms of other companies, they were really not in such a bad spot, but they weren't growing. In the full, full company? Um, yeah, or spe just specifically in like my region. Okay. You know, so as we kind of look through each store's P&L and trying to look at like losses and just where, where can we kind of cut things and where can we grow and invest and, um, you know, if it's, they, they were very willing to invest lots of money and pour it into areas where, you know, to help them grow even during COVID, which was awesome. Nice. Oh, okay. But I also wanted to see like where our weak areas were. So I had uh, about 11 stores. It wasn't like a gnarly region. As I started looking at it, there was five stores that are in our high profit loss, like areas that were like difficulty with LP, lots of okay. stolen goods and stuff like that. Like the stores that were in our nicest areas had worse losses than our stores in that were in areas. like the rough areas. It didn't make sense. Huh. So we were like kind of trying to take a look at that. It was surface level. We kind of looked at staffing. It was very surface level. It was consistent. It matched up over the past five years. It wasn't anything that was like... No spikes. No spikes. Okay. Dove into it a little bit more over the next like six months because I started like checking things. And um, the big thing that I noticed was just weird inventory errors. And the, the inventory cool. kind of errors that I was experiencing was like very complicated errors that like made you kind of wrapped it up to like IT or software. But did you have a manager doing inventory monthly? Like in the stores Not, themselves? I mean, they did like regular kind of uptick on okay. inventory, uh, you know, big, big old overhaul inventories where you had like a third party company every come on every year. Third party company. You know, Ooh, they have a lot of product. Yeah. I'm just thinking of, of me like with my tally sheet in the golf shop taking inventory. Yeah. It's I think it's a little bit very, different. very different. Okay. <laughs> it was like lots of product, but also it's, it's, you know, well, as, as wear, a measure. So like you get it more accurately. Yeah. Well, know. I wear it's small too. It's small, but there's also not just eyewear. We had full, full apparel and uh, other Eesh. other hard goods and stuff Eesh. like that. Okay. So, I give it to you for being in retail. That sounds 
like my nightmare. Mm -hmm. It's actually not as bad. I feel like it's the easiest of the service industry, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. But in other just ways, the, it's there's other complications to it. Just right? the inventory aspect. But typically, people, <laughs> people you deal with are usually kind of happy to like, That's they're good. excited. You know, they get like that whole, you know, the buyer's high and they're kind of like excited to go home with something yeah. new. Usually. That's like, I think the most general experience. But when people are upset, they're really upset too. Fair enough. Um, we, get we get that. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely like a big swing from like one customer that's super stoked. And then the next one is like, I'm furious because of a certain return policy. So it, it is, it is challenging sometimes, but in general, as he's like, as I took like a deeper look and I'm a big numbers person, I love just diving through like Excel sheets. There was like, just like different flags that was thrown at me. And I started looking at a little bit more, a little bit more. And I was like, we need to bring in like someone who like focuses just on this. Cause I think yeah. this is like a bigger loss. I'm looking at like numbers that don't match up in the millions. Oh, whoa. You know, these are high profit stores that do, you know, millions a year. I was thinking like, I don't know, 10K. Uh, I was looking Not at even. like over, over that couple year span. Over, so like it, it, over a year span, I was, I was like seeing massive loss. None, not one other region was experiencing that. And you're like, this can't be right. Let's bring someone in. Yeah. Call it, you know, LA if you want to call it LA, but that's not like. I don't think one area is going to have that much of a big difference. Not that much. So they like, you know, we have a loss prevention team and all that kind of stuff, corporate angles. They start looking into it, find nothing. Uh -huh. They're like, no, that's just typical <gasps> loss. It's been like that way for very years. Tracking. What? There's nothing okay, that wait, is Your store has been like that historically. Yeah, it, it, they basically looked at it. Yeah. As from a historical side, like it hasn't upticked or, you know, it, it was consistent. So, so if there was something funky going on, it had been going on for a while. They looked, they were wrapping it to like that is expected loss because it's tracking with prior years. It's trend. Okay. It, yeah, exactly. So what'd you do? I had a, had an idea of like what was taking place and it looked like a very complicated idea. And I was like, I want to know if I could do it. I want to see if I can, I want to put it to the test so I can then show them like, this is plausible. Look. Um, and it, it's, it's, it has to do with like our software and how we do our inventory, you know, but there's other complications. Like how would you actually move the product if you were internal theft? Like how do you, how do you get rid of it? You're on camera. Yeah. Um, basically the stores that don't have a lot of security cameras are in the nice areas that mm -hmm. don't really require massive amount of, they have them on the registers and cash wrap. They have them maybe in the office. But not every single corner. Not every square foot is covered and they don't invest as heavy as you would in other stores that deal with lots of loss. Okay. Um, and obviously because of that, they did add some, you know, security measures to those stores like sensors and other things um, because they, their numbers did rise quite a bit. But it still wasn't like never an area where it was like so high that they were like, oh my gosh. And because it was like each store, maybe 100K a year. Which is not really that mm -mm. crazy. But when you're saying millions, it obviously adds in up. In total from all oh, these stores. Yeah, accumulated yeah. in over years too. Um, anyways, I, I was able to prove the method worked. And I was like, this is, this is how they're, I think they're doing it. And they were like, okay. Like hypothetically, you pseudo stole product. Yeah, I mean, I just did it like in the system internally. Right. But you were like, and, this, and you presented it and was like, this is how it did it. I showed them how it worked. Like I was like, this is my idea of what's the product, The product is in front of you, but it's not in our inventory. I stole it yeah. out of inventory. And it tracked with like our highest resale items. Not everyone steals things that like has any value. People steal like most random stuff that mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily have value. So it tracked along with like what you would want to resell and make money off of. Okay. Um, eventually we were able to, they did like investigative stuff. You know, they, they did their whole angle from the corporate side where they were like interviewing people, pulling, you know, massive amount of records. And it was a month, it was like, took like another five, six months before I heard anything back. Like wow. I was asking for updates and they're like, we're in the midst of it. You know, you can't get the vague response. Yeah. You know, we, can't, um, we can't discuss things that are under investigation. Exactly. Eventually, I get hit up, <laughs> and they say, "We want to chat with you. We want to. We want to uh, just give you a rundown, give you an, uh, give you an update on what's taking place." Okay. Um. So excited! I'm just so excited because I was like thinking that there was really like a bunch coming to it, um, but I was blown away at what like they presented me. So basically, a really complicated ring of people that were not just internally like. From managers that were doing it internally in the system, they had people that were moving the product that they were like selling it to, that they were resellers. They had associates that were like lookouts, corporate delivery guys that would kind of kick the boxes off before they even came through the door. So they were never on camera. Oh my gosh. And we're never, well, you were, were I in guess, anticipating inventory, but it just never got on the shelf. Yeah. But they, I mean, obviously they were checking it in like we had that product. <gasps> wow. Because then it would be a big flag if you just missed shipping. Like mm -hmm. if you were like, "Hey, you're missing three boxes." Like, so we they would, we would know received that. it, but the box never really showed up. Yeah. So <gasps> wow. 
ended up being like they assumed they never like could really give a concrete answer on how many people were actually involved but like upwards to like 30 employees over how Whoa. many stores i don't know maybe like six or seven stores wow and you uncovered it and, and, over, like, and over like a five-year period uh, even it could have been longer some of the, those employees were there prior to five years but from our understanding is it went really um that's when the, the numbers picked up so it could have like been longer but it's amazing to me that that many people it slowly grew like they like acquired this whole ring well they're making like money on the side it's a mafia and it's i'm like saying is miss b you want some extra cash apparel mafia well, probably also had a little air of hey uh, we'll cut you in if you don't say anything right of course yeah. wow. <laughs> but like i don't know I, I knew some of those people i was blown away i was like i could never what? pin them for not jerry yeah <laughs> jerry <laughs> little jerry what it was <laughs> And Jerry the most that was the, the biggest like that I mean I you know asshole. people steal stuff know. all the time but internal theft is always very weird to me because I'm like you're getting paid from this company and you're they're providing you a you know livelihood and usually doing their best to take care of you, you might not like your manager or something but typically like they're there to be there for you in, a, in most ways modern day like companies are typically Wild. providing I mean, you something yeah, just as I mean, much as you're doing providing them something yeah right? and talk about biting the hand that feeds you I mean yeah. you're, you're drawing a paycheck you're pulling benefits you know, you're enjoying vacation time. So did and you're those people go to blind. prison? Um, they kept that all internal. <sighs> they process all internally. But yeah. if you know their names, I've looked up people in <laughs> jail. Oh, like nowadays, I would th- these. I would imagine <laughs> they now have a full tendency like that. If they're if you're capable of like stealing, even just like one thing, you're capable of stealing more in my mind. Yeah. a little bit. Like, but was there a mass exodus of yeah, employees was- from stores? In like, a one week period, we lost all the yeah yeah they were gone. Dang. So what was the gossip like? Where'd they go? Did people um, or was it pretty was, pretty covered up? Well, being like, oh, they're just not with us anymore. After the interviewing of mm-hmm. like a lot of staff, there was a lot of rumors. So like people just kind of had an idea that something was going down, um, and now they're not and then here. People are gone, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, one day there was half and the staff was gone, and we some source, never saw Jerry again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jerry was a punk anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Both some oh, cool bitch. shades, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, like you like Pat was saying, you know, you've got thirty people spread over six stores, so it's Damn. it is an exodus from the company, but it's not necessarily each individual huge store no- yeah. is not huge. Potentially, yeah. Wow. It's really crazy. That's so like that's that's, that's definitely like an experience that'll stick with me because I think you know, it wasn't like they're not giant big box stores where that stuff probably happens maybe more frequently, like a ring of people doing different sort of fraud and I don't know, stealing I still think and that's stuff, unique. I don't just, you know, especially for smaller retail when there's you know, a store that has 10 to 20 employees or something. It's just yeah. like it was, it was it was definitely mind blowing for me. The wow. awesome part was just the, the time frame because it was like I almost forgot about it a little bit because it was months huh. before I ever heard. Did you get like a medal for that? I felt like I should have. Like, I, really, I was like, I want like a bonus. You covered that. You should have gotten a bonus. <laughs> they gave me plaque. some. They gave me some time off and like some paid time off and like a. They gave me like like a vacation. Like they gave me like a credit toward like you know flyer mile kind of. Like, um, where's my metal and keys to the yeah. company? They were like, you invested because I was doing this like kind of my own time for the most part. I wasn't just wow. spending all my work hours like trying to investigate something that they weren't really even behind it was just something to like <laughs> tinker around with like let me mess around it let was me on see. my mind constantly i was like this is a huge error in our PL. like we are wow. losing so much money i was like where's, it, where's it going heart i guess i, like, I get bonused on this on these plans like i want to figure <laughs> i'm gonna find this loss and there it fix is it. there so, it is yeah exactly so when you, you should have got the back pay for that you know yeah i should have when I needed you, f- you at my side to argue for me. <laughs> I would have been there. When you, you figured out the million dollar theft ring, did they give you like a DVD player or monogram <laughs> towels or something to I say thank some, you? Yeah. That's, they should have. Hey, thank, thank you so much for saving us $3 million in future inventory. Here, because we said there's nothing going on. Here's a customized towel for you. Yeah. It, it's int- That company is under a very big umbrella company. So they were huh. kind of like, mm. mm. You're you a know. number. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like thank you, but get back to work. Yeah. That's wild. Make it, sure it doesn't happen again. <laughs> dang. And I was told initially to like stop looking into it kind of. Oh. Like, because they were like, I think you're, I think you're just kind of, you're running down something Let that doesn't exist. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Oh um, God! No, I hear that every day. Please no. Uh, mark the time for that sound. I'm really please. sorry. <laughs> oh, you, you better be. I don't care. Oh my God, uh, that's wild. That is crazy. Um, See, all I have are hobo stories right now. Okay, well that Homeless brings me people. that brings me on to my next question for you. Oh no, what? Do you have Miss B's B of the week? Oh, 
Man, I always do. <laughs> um, but this week, my biggest bees have been homeless people, man. Like, oh, I really am <laughs> not kidding. Like just this morning, I was at our bar area and I was talking to the food and beverage manager and we <laughs> see this person walking by that's coming from the event spaces, which were all unoccupied. So nobody should have been walking that way. Oh, interesting. And it's this guy holding a blanket with things in it. And he kind of like goes like this to us, like waves and then keeps walking by. And the food and beverage manager and I look at each other and we're like, what the hell? Where's that guy coming from? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, was he out? She's like, yeah, he was. And we're like, where did he come from? So we go over there. It was a homeless guy with a, like a blanket mm-hmm. and just waves as he's walking out. We're like, where was he sleeping? Super friendly. Stairwell. <laughs> I, but there was none. It was literally three meeting spaces right there. I'm sorry. That's a heated meeting space. That's yeah, empty. There you go. We went and checked every door and there were two that were unopened. But there was a banquet captain in there working in both of them. And oh. he just stepped out on break. But hmm. we'd never seen him enter. And we asked the banquet captain, like, you've been working here? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, did you see a guy? And they're like, no. So we think he was hiding under a table somewhere. Like under the linens? Under yeah. the table? Storage room or something. They're, because they're, there was they're nowhere drapes. else he would have mm. come from. <laughs> but so that's not even my B of the week. So this guy. That's um, a that's a H of the week. I know. Just, I got a lot of them. Homeless? But, Homeless. Okay. Seriously. Good one. Come on. No, I mean, I, I, I understood what you were going for. I just. Didn't land? No. <laughs> no okay all right fine so i would you say my... so much better <laughs> so it's my drinking. a-hole of the week was from last night and this guy um so i just hired a new security guard because of all of our issues wait i'm sorry you hire security guards yes ma'am are you kidding i run this place anyway you run security i run everything <laughs> That is so cool. I'm housekeeping this week. I'm also the general manager because she's out and I'm running front office and the director of engineering's gone. And so I'm running his, the security team. The, the hotel is mine. I'm sorry, Anyways. Slay Girl. I Way know. to go. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Bill, are you proud of Miss B? 100%. I am so glad she is no longer <laughs> at the last place. Oh, me too. <laughs> so but, glad. But I'm for a myriad, a myriad of reasons. I know. For Yeah. Thank God. Okay. Anyway, I'm so, I'm starting to okay. interrupt. You're in charge. You're a boss bee. Yeah. So I just hired this new security <laughs> guy. <laughs> was that one better? That was better. <laughs> and yesterday was his very first day. So it's a paperwork kind of day. So we do his paperwork. You know, I request all of his logins, his emails, all that jazz. But I wanted to give him a full shift because he was very eager and wanted to work, wanted to get a paycheck. So I was like, oh, I'll give you a full eight hours. So after we finished all his paperwork and stuff, I said, okay, just hang out at the desk and just observe, you know, the traffic coming in and out, the kind of questions the desk are asked, like, you know, kind of get a feel for the clientele, the hotel. And, you know, by sitting there and listening to the front desk, you can learn about the hotel a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. because people come up and go, where are the restrooms? And front desk tells you. I told him just to take things in and just observe. And he notices a guy kind of like wandering around and like looking around. And so he goes up to him. He's like, can I help you find anything? I'm just waiting for a friend. I'm just waiting for a friend. He's like, okay, um do you got a name like who, maybe i can give him a call and let him know that you're waiting by the way no hospitality experience love that i know and he's like no, 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 no. he's coming down he's coming down and he's like okay and he said he sounded kind of like convincing and he's like all right and he's like i'll just go grab a drink a bar and grab something while i wait and so it's like okay that's like a reasonable thing to do right so he goes over to the bar he orders a grilled cheese and uh, a cocktail and he has it and then uh, he goes to pay and his card won't go through. And the guy's like, oh, there must be a mistake. There must be something wrong. There must be something wrong. I'll, I'll be right back. So the bartender was getting PO'd because this guy's not paying his tab. And then he's like walking around doing stuff. And so the security guy goes up to him. He's like, you got to pay your bill. He's like, stop harassing me, man. Stop harassing me. And he's like, I'm, I'm not. And he's like, you got to pay. Like, where's this friend of yours? And so the guy starts getting aggressive, like all up in his face. And <laughs> at one point, the guy takes his hat off and he goes and smacks my security guard on the top oh, of the head. Oh, no. Like, you need to lose your head, man. And smacks him on the top of the head. And the guy's just like, oh, no. Ow. <laughs> it's his first day. He's kicking a guy out of the hotel. Oh, but, he played right into the guy's trap, though. Good welcome party. Yeah. <laughs> but he can't really, like, do anything, right? The, the, the only, security guy? The only thing he can do is be like, I'm going to call the cops. But that's literally it. But good for him. First day you're supposed to be just sitting up there i was like applauding him no hospitality experience and he kicked 
fought his first day and literally got this guy out. He's like, I'm on your side, but I mean, we did call the police. Do you really want to go in a squad car? Mm. Or why don't you go out on your own free will? And I'm not leaving. He's like, okay, well, let's, we'll sit out to get signed together. Let's talk about this. And got him outside of the building. He stood between him and other guests. Like he was wow. instinctually doing all the right things. Huh. Yeah. But definitely still a hole. So, but <laughs> just to clarify, the hotel did not get paid for their grilled cheese and cocktail. Of course not. All right. I believe it was a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Too. Thank you. Uh, Can I get a grilled cheese and a cocktail, please? <laughs> People listening did not hear my giggle fit. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Any of you guys have some fun stories like that? Uh, any hobo mm, stories? I have, you know, a lot of hope. Okay. <laughs> or whatever you want to call Working it. in Santa Monica, I oh, had plenty. Yeah. It was a daily occurrence. Yeah. Um, my favorite one's kind of lighthearted, though. A little oh, bit. It would rain. It would rain, right? Okay. Put out a wet floor sign. Really basic, right? Okay. I had a specific homeless man that would, every time he saw that, he would steal it. Oh, no way. <laughs> Shut up. He would come in and slip and do the most exaggerated <laughs> flop you've ever oh. seen. <laughs> Like, oh. like, like he should have played for the NBA. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he'd be great. Oh, I like and that. That was a good one. There's only one occurrence where he actually like. <laughs> True. It's not know, a joke. It's a I fact. Know. It's a whole sport now. He had the hype. But like he, he came in and actually hurt himself on one of those occasions, though. Oh, my God. He came up to us and apologized. And he was like, I actually do need like maybe you to call someone. Oh so previously, God. previously it was all like a joke to him. Like, oh, I'm just going to steal the sign. No, he was fall. trying to like get like a lawsuit. He was trying to. He was dead to. serious. He wasn't, he wasn't there in the head. But oh. like he, he was a goofy guy. So, the, nice. so this one time he was like, no, actually. You I get need, to know your homeless help. people. Oh, for sure. In that area. Well, like, you have your, you your regular. Your oh regulars, but also your regular homeless. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get it. And some, a lot of them are cool. They either in poor situations, and a lot of the ones oh. that stayed right there in that area were um, not really a nuisance. It was the ones that would like kind of come and go that were typically problematic. The ones um, that would steal your wet floor signs. Then no, this was a regular dude. We knew him very well. He was just You're like to... Jerry. Stop taking the sign. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was Jerry. That was his second career. <laughs> 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 That's how he ended up. They're pulling alarms. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I think, like, it, I don't know what his intention was, because it's not like he had a lawyer to call for, yeah. you know what I mean? But that's kind of what he was getting at. I'm not sure what the idea was, or just but it made me laugh all the time. That would make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when we had like a winter, we get like three weeks of just like decent spotty rain. Every, and every, every day? Every day. Yeah, if, if it was raining at all when You're that sign came out. That's so funny. No, wait. Did you say what industry this was in? Retail. Was in retail. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I missed that part. Nowadays, I have a different experience with the homeless because being in service uh, and you know, food and beverage, and I work for a certain company. Oh, there's uh, they hang out all day. It's, yeah. you know, so and there's not a whole lot we can do as long as they're kind of following our rules and policies. Um, but they can be there from open to close. Um, and we offer a lot of things that are free. If, if they need Wi-Fi, they have Wi-Fi. They have outlets. They have free water and hot water. You know, some of them are okay, and some of them really abuse it. And we've had some uh, very interesting situations. And I haven't been with this company for very long, and I have had over a dozen massive incidents. You know, that required police involvement. And there's typical stuff that kind of occurs. You know, bad interactions or like poor interactions with staff or something like that. Mm -hmm. But there's been some blowouts. The most recent one. It was interesting to kind of to see how uh, this person really dealt with it, but. The, the typical, like, locked themselves in the bathroom. Like, that occurs. Apparently, that's typical. No, no, no. Apparently, that's normal. It's normal what? for yeah. this company to have that occur. Like, um, they lock themselves like they don't want to come out? Yeah. Well, they I probably don't... just want somewhere, like, dry, warm to sit and chill. I think it's I a don't place know. of privacy. Like, they're away that from... They never, they never a... get privacy. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. And safety, too. There's, oh. there's, I mean, sometimes they're they're drinking or they're like getting loaded in the bathroom. But well, like, this is an occurrence. I was, where think, I was I think, thinking like you know a good uh, yeah. occurrence, but know. there are bad that, there that, are bad ones too. That would loop back to when Andy was here. I was thinking about is there that. a homeless bathroom issue. Yeah, the guy that uh, would get drunk in one of the bathroom stalls. We, got, <laughs> we called him to come remove this gentleman and. It went left pretty quickly. So no, no, no. Just the very, my favorite part of the story is yes, he was drinking in this bathroom. It was a handicap stall, right uh-huh. on the railing. He had all of his beer cans lined up, all stacked up. Oh yeah, <laughs> like very methodically. Did you do like a little pyramid thing? Like they do no, it, like... they were they were lined up very methodically <laughs> yeah. on the line. Oh my god, stacked like on the railing. At least um, some of his life was organized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh god. <laughs> 
if you haven't listened to uh, the episode titled "The Number Will Surprise You," part okay. one and part two. Part one is where you'll find the bathroom story. Yeah, and part two is just spicy things. <laughs> so, anyways, your guy is in a bathroom. It's a lady, and oh, she right. is typically very sweet, but incoherent at all times when you talk to her. It just doesn't make any sense, and she'll take up a lot of your time if you kind of just engage oh, with it. God. So you cut it off real quick and go, yeah. I got to get this stuff. It, that, that is what it is, right? My, my staff informed me that she's locked herself in the bathroom. I'm off site. I come in. Oh, God. So I, I come in kind of like right sort of in the heat of it. They've already told her like, hey, you know, we, we need you to kind of evac basically. And she just blows up with the typical. I, I, it's sad you. that it's typical, but it's like, you know, you're harassing me. You're racist. You're this and that. Yep. yep. Um, and they were really polite. Like our approach is like we all get trained on it. They, they do a really elaborate training and the approach is smooth and like as best as you can. But she's giving you all the taglines. Oh, so much lip. Such a big scene. Mm. Um, it was rough. It, it didn't get any better from that point on to, you know, we had to call cops to come get her and do the typical trespass and all that jazz. But prior to that, though, I have even better. Two weeks prior to that, we had a bigger incident that it involved the bathroom, but briefly. We had a, uh, a young lady. She's she's very young. She's probably like 19. She's a regular. She comes in with like suitcases. She's super nice. Very funny. Um, hangs out for a few hours. She comes in uh, and there's a guy that sometimes is there with her. He's like in his 40s. Kind of a weird situation. We're not super sure. We're always trying to figure it out because they're there for the, so long, right? She goes into the restroom and she we hear a big crash. Like, it was like oh. surprisingly crash where everyone went. What was that? Did she, she have the suitcases? They were in the lobby. So she comes back out. So she was solo? She just, she just went into the bathroom okay. yeah, by herself. Big crash comes out and she goes, I'm so sorry. I just dropped a bottle. But don't worry, it's empty. And we were, we were kind of like, oh, okay. Like, and she was like, yeah, I'm so sorry I made a mess. So I send one of my staff to go in there to go like kind of check it out and see what it is. And it's a, a, a full like big handle liter, whatever. I don't know what the size is of like a big bottle of absolute. Oh. oh. Goodness. Glass. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, so, good. Oh, perfect. We were like, oh, okay. And within, <laughs> we start sweeping up glass. I don't oh know. It God. was just kind of like, maybe it was empty in her, in her belongings. It doesn't matter. She doesn't no seem the type. in it, so we're good. Yeah, it seemed like a little bit easier of a mess. Um, but and for then, your employees, it's like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing today. We put one and one together really fast, and we figured that she just slammed that bottle or whatever's remaining the in it. The whole bottle? I don't know if it was the whole thing, but oh like whatever God. was remaining in it, and within a minute or two minutes, she became so inebriated in our oh. store. And the, initially, it was almost human because she was like coming on to the staff <laughs> like really aggressively and there wasn't a lot of people in there in the back of it so it was kind of and she was being low-key she still wasn't maintaining it but she was very like you know it was hitting her and she was very just in the, in kind of the happy stage at that point right this whole interaction occurs within five minutes wow it goes so from like one to a hundred she's talking she's vulgar but she is talking about like you know she wants a few of our of our staff members <laughs> It became a much when she was trying to reach over and trying to grab some of them. Okay, oh, that's, Lord. that could be assault. And which one was a, a minor? And I had to like, I was like, yo, head to the back. Like, let me handle this one. <laughs> oh like, let me take care of it. And I know, I know her name. She knows my name. And her voice just starts peaking up higher and higher and higher and starts getting kind of yelly. And Oh, no. But like, still like kind of nice. But she's like, do you think I'm crazy? Do you think I'm crazy? And she's just yes. starting to go really ham. Well, right now? Yes, ma'am. And I'm just trying, at this point, I'm like, you could tell me like all about your life. Let's like go out the side of the store because there's another 20 people in the cafe. And I'm like, just let me, let me get her out and then she can, you know, we can chat it all up. She get her can... away from the store, basically, <laughs> and other people. And the guy that she's with, we ended up finding out, she he was bringing her to rehab. That was the goal. So she was getting in her like one last drink for the, oh, before, God. you know, hitting a 30 day, 60 day, whatever it was. Ugh. And she just got crazy in the store and yelling at all. The, and this was, you know, 6 p.m. A lot of people, it's so calm. Like people are studying. People are having like little meetings and it's, it's quiet. It's, it's very their, chill. Their chamomile tea in the evening. Absolutely. It was very mellow. Dang. And this this is a polar. And she's just getting ready to get checked into rehab. This is the most polar opposite of the of energy levels. Her vulgarity really bothered one of our guests who proceeded to try to intervene to push her outside the store. Oh, no. I'm sure that wouldn't really help. I'm already with her, like, kind of <laughs> at the door. I had it. I was almost You're successful. Like, I was so close, dude. As soon as he stood up, she saw it and, like, threw her things down and went to just swing at him. They had a scuffle. Swing? Whoa. Yeah, she swung at him, had a scuffle. We, both of us... And you're like the in door. the middle of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm okay. smack in the middle of it. We, she's a tiny thing. It wasn't hard to get out the door, but we got her out the door. Um, and as soon as we like close the door, she proceeds to like, what are those boots that all the girls are wearing now? Those little, oh, the yellow little tag. 
Doc Martens. Yes, thank you very much. Yellow oh. tag. It's got the yellow skirt. Look at you, stylish boys. Nah, you just <laughs> aged yourself. <laughs> over here like, uh, no, you, you just, nah, he just aged himself. I did. Yeah. Do- Docs They've been are not forever. new. No, yeah. no, no, no. Right now. They came back, though, hard. Yeah. 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 Um, she had a big pair of those Thanks, on. Liz. Like a ledge. <laughs> Sorry. Platform style, right? Okay. So she's kicking down our door, and the glass is coming, and the panels are pushed in. There's little metal pieces falling off. Oh, wait, my wait, God. wait, wait. She's slamming the she's shoes? She's kicking the, oh, the door good. Okay. with all her might, and she's so inebriated. Like, she's but you said not, she's tiny. She's tiny, but it was doing damage. It was, okay. The door was coming in. So we had to like push this, all the employees and all the stu- like, customers what? to the back. Oh which is like t- very typical and the doors are locked we were able to keep very it locked typical down. well like you know you want to get people away like from the of yeah. course from danger yeah um i didn't really think she'd make her way through but there was a possibility as like a, a, <laughs> okay pause going have the cops been called already this called po- okay. yeah i already pushed off an employee but, like give him a call this was like early on as soon as she started getting like kind of touchy and it, yeah it was, yeah is this the time to call them back like yo um, where are you at i did do a follow-up call a couple minutes later after i made sure like all of our doors were locked right we had a couple that we had to get it make rounds to but it did not stop for the next 15 minutes and she, i guess her interpretation was that she had like her cell phone in the store and that was what she was trying to get just all her belongings but before it was with the dude that was he already picked up the stuff she threw down before she scuffled with the guy um, but is he still inside the store? No, he he bounced. He bounced right away. <laughs> as soon as she started kicking down the glass, like he was gone. Oh, he she's just, trouble. He I'm out. As, it, the best part is like when the cops came up, they knew her name. <gasps> like this was not the first occurrence. But every interaction I've had with her since or before that were was wonderful. Like she was so sweet. She was funny. She was probably drunk. I don't even know. I think she just had you know dependency issues, and I think oh. had like swings. She was always well kept. Super huh. super young, like very young, and just very. Very nice. Very nice to deal with mm. until that whole bottle of Absolute or Tito's. Have you seen her was. since? No. She's still in jail. Yeah. <gasps> they said that she had like quite the rap sheet already. And that wow. they were like, you won't see her for a while. Wow. Like they were just waiting for one more thing. I think, yeah. I think or to catch her. I, I think that's why that dude was trying so hard to get her to rehab. But it was crazy, though. It was the most intense thing because we had like minors and children in the store as guests, right? Oh, like, like. Horrible little study groups and stuff of like eight-year-old it was like it, i felt terrible it was such a mellow night i don't know but that occurs right stuff occurs and like yeah. it's great training for our staff to just kind of be ready at any call but it was uh it was a quick one so this it, is how you make a latte and this is how you deal with yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, homeless, a homeless person attacking your store with their doc martens the time frame though of how it kicked off was what i think caught me off guard the most it was within a couple minutes it was wow. so fast you know and especially with someone you previously know mm-hmm. yeah that i was comfortable customer. with yeah someone i knew yeah somewhat wow. well we knew like i knew her name i knew some of her story a little bit like yeah crazy wild hmm. young troubled and crazy sounds like just my type yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably pen pal or probably shit. could yeah <laughs> they still do the like i think that's <clears throat> online now too the, the court, prison thing pr- yeah prison yeah. pen pal I'm pretty sure it's a thing. They have like profiles, yeah. <laughs> Shut Is up. that a thing? Yes. No. They're like websites for prison pen pals. Do you oh, know God. this from experience? <laughs> no, I heard it on another podcast. Uh-huh. Actually, I heard that I heard it on the radio like a really? week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah, one of the this drive like time shows thing? were talking about it. Well, there's oh like so God. many people that like are that's their kink. Like they love the fact there's that a like foot, foot for, for everyone. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. So, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Had to reel you back into your own norm there. <laughs> I don't know what my norm is, but apparently we're here. Welcome. Well, says the girl with a foot for everyone. <laughs> In the Chawini mom sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's wild. Uh, also, hi mom. But on a lighthearted note, this is my favorite customer interaction I've ever had. It's really like basically how my staff dealt with this situation more so. I, I had to deal with it, but on like a exterior level. I just got to observe it more, which was really awesome. Um, I had a lot of managers there that day. I could just kind of sit back and um, really just laugh because it was amazing. So a regular VIP customer comes in. Uh, this is a weekly Ooh. woman that spends tons of money with us like daily weekly she'd come in every week and she would spend like four or five hundred dollars at least wait what okay so yeah. this is retail retail so i was like loves to just buy food and she's beverage a re- she's a re- holy no. moly would we know sorry her? i had to, yeah i had to cut back yeah so she's retail um no not a famous person okay but um just a bougie lady right okay. you know 
She was awesome to deal with because we knew that we were closing out a big ticket every time she was nice. in, right? And she was sweet and she was fun in and out, didn't waste a lot of her time, didn't talk her ears off. You know, she was cool. She was awesome. So she knew what she was coming in for. I want this, this, this. Always. It was oh, so It was so simple. Love that. Hey, I love You know, because she saw things the previous time. So she would just come in and grab them. She was cool. She was great. She tried things on though every time and it would take a little bit of time and she could be a little needy like needing sizes or whatever. Can you check inventory on this or that? But if you but knew. that's like our job. Not a big deal. But if you knew like. And she was, yeah. Big this spender. This bee is about to spend money. Big I'll spender. do anything. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. We didn't care. She comes out of the fitting room and she goes. It smells terrible in there. And we're like, oh, okay. Like we're, this is high end. We clear out the fitting room. There's nothing laid in there. There's no like previous yeah. clothes. This is, no. We're thinking like feet. Like maybe like someone that was in there before, like took off their shoes and stink feet. I don't know. We weren't yeah. really sure what she meant. And she was like, yeah, it's just, it's really, you know, really bad. You should, someone should take care of that. And we're like, okay, we'll do that. Like absolutely. Like 100%. So sorry about that. We're ringing her up at the cash wrap. And she goes like, I'm not sure what it was, but it was really bad. Like you guys, like whoever was in there before me. She's the first customer of our day. This was like right when we opened. So Ooh, awkward. There was nobody else in there, but we were like, mm, okay. I'm so afraid. Yeah. I know. So she, she, and she's, she's so funny and she's sweet. She's witty. And she was like kind of a little off. We were like, what is this? Like she seemed a little different, but you know, we ring her up and kind of go, you know, do the whole thing. And we, we see her on her way. Like we just were like, yeah, have a good one. You know, and typically they'll leave the stuff in the fitting room. Some people are really nice. They bring it out. We love those people, right? Right. But if they leave it in there, it's expected sometimes. Okay, wait. These are really great clarifying questions for us as customers. Do you want us to hang stuff up? The people that try to hang things back up and just like, if they hang it in there, that's awesome. Like that, they already went 50% the effort. We're yeah. going to have to rehang it all because you probably don't do it right. But that's okay because you just made the effort. We but feel, do you want it like folded it. on the chair or bench? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. But in this kind of scenario, it doesn't really matter. We're going to go in there and clear it out anyways. But, but we, if there's someone, if, if someone standing there it, at if, the dressing room. If they bring it all bring out, it out to you, it's super nice. We're right. like, we're very thankful if someone brings it out. So listeners take like a, note. If you have a designated yep. rack for your tried on product or something, if you hang it up on there, that's always appreciated. Yep. So I think scope it out before you enter the dressing room. <clears throat> yeah, I think Wait, so. Wait, okay, so I'm dying um, to know where the smell's coming from. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. So, this, I'm dying. so the woman leaves. I'm like, uh, I'm just over, I'm just like overhearing. I'm doing other stuff. I'm sitting on my computer. But I'm out on the floor and I'm so I'm kind of just like observing the thing. It wasn't didn't seem like a big deal at all. My manager sends one of our associates to go like clear the fitting room, check it out. And I hear her scream and she just like comes I'm out. Like and she, and she, wait, the customer she comes out shaking her hands in the air and she's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not <gasps> doing this. And we're like, what? It didn't make you know, it was a non thing. This is like not something we would ever experience. Ooh. And uh, she goes, there's like a huge diarrhea <gasps> in this fitting room, like up on the wall. And, from and, this like, woman? From- from this bougiest woman that ever. spends a lot of money at your store she's, weekly. She's so sweet. She's awesome. Oh. She did kind of like give us a fair warning a little bit, but nothing like what we expected. And it was really rough. It's carpeted, you know, <laughs> oh. with like, yeah. And, um, disgusting. It's like she went to aim in the corner and then where we would have a bench usually and she dragged it away and it's like she intended to maybe pull the bench back but then just gave up on that idea entirely oh my god and it's like yeah up on the baseboards and up on the wall like oh my a god. foot up the wall like we, you know it was a definitely like an emergent issue she might not have been able to make it that exactly yeah so we kind of like we were all shocked i don't even know how to deal with that like i mean i did go through like a hazmat training like a couple months prior and oh i was God. like we could we have the equipment for it did you pull straws like- but we had to like that carpet was done so it was more oh. of like but it also needed to be dealt with right then and there we had actually closed shop <gasps> because oh, it's like they're like open the fitting rooms like yeah you can close the door but it's not like a restroom where you could like close it put a sign and it's kind of contained you know they're they're open is there an opening like at the bottom correct there's an opening at the bottom and at the top weren't you worried about like people smelling Absolutely. like it, you're ruining so, the experience of other customers like oh, in the fitting rooms yeah. my god it was terrifying though the visual is is burned in my head and the the absolute best part of the story is that she did not skip a beat and didn't she was there like the next thursday <gasps> acted like nothing was wrong wait i'm Typical. sorry you try wow. you try on like let's just hypothetical here you try mm-hmm. on clothes you have an accident mm-hmm. you put on your clothes and then you'd like check out get rung up leave the store like i'm sorry you're like well, you're dirty emotionally she-, she was like a little off and like yeah oh yeah oh yeah she's disgusting she had to have been <laughs> that's so well, she no also way was trying nasty to pass off, like, someone else she was like, it smells super bad there. You guys need to check that out. She was, was like, in there for 30 minutes. Like you wouldn't observe the 
you know what I mean? The mess that was already in there. Like, I, I don't believe that. Oh, oh no, my no, it was God. her, for sure. Yeah, it was her. No doubt. We didn't That's have any insane. else in the room the day. that whole day. Yeah, it was the beginning of our day. Oh, my God. You know, God. just morning, morning time. Bill is horrified what crappy over there. Morning. But the best part <laughs> is that she came back the very next week and just bought more stuff. She was a so loyal normal. customer. I wonder why she wouldn't, like, change stores. <laughs> I would have oh never returned. I would have never. never shown my face in ever again. In city. No oh, way. Was this, oh, my God. Was this a store where there was another location within, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Why oh would? Why wouldn't you just, like, switch? loyalty to Ooh, another store she loved our customer service i guess i don't know i guess you were good at your job oh I my god she I must mean, have loved your fitting rooms we <laughs> <laughs> it all works out in the end well she got new it's, carpet in her favorite really, dressing room that's right oh my god but it was very expensive to find that specific carpet it was oh very god. like i don't know to replace that one room versus all of them um yeah they wanted to like just suction match it and they they had some trouble but whatever Oof. That reminds me, have I told the poop on the treadmill story here? No, but you now need to. I haven't? <laughs> no. Okay, so. That's, oh my God. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm already like jumping forward in the story about how this occurred. Honestly, I'm, I'm so shocked of how this hasn't come up before. I, I am too. So at a, at a previous property, I actually got the pleasure to build a fitness center from start to finish, like completely new building, new build. Uh, new equipment, everything. Uh, so it was a great learning experience uh, for me in my profession. But so we attempted to open this fitness center in uh, May of 2020. If we all remember where we were in May of 2020, it was <laughs> not in fitness centers. <laughs> Let's just say that. So we had this big fancy ribbon cutting on this beautiful multi-million dollar building and couldn't really do anything with it. We couldn't open. Cool. So anyway. A couple months later, we allow so many people in per hour. Reservations are required, and we start getting a following. We even expand our hours. We're open at 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. We'll do anything for the members, whatever you want. And let me tell you, that 5 a.m. slot was fully booked. So we had 10 or 12 members per hour in the facility. So a few months go by. This is probably fall of 2020 or early winter, spring 2021. So we we have a regular following. We're open. We know the policies. We know the procedure. My staff has been trained. It's great. Everyone knows the drill. New department is a success. Liz is everybody's favorite on property and I am loving life. Love it. (laughs) So we have this regular member who has had issues with staff uh, in the past uh, sharing his political affiliation and kind of like berating the staff on like where they're voting, blah, 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 and like wanting to know their opinion and very, very harshly share his opinion. And one day (laughs) I'm sitting in my office, which is like right behind the front desk. So I can kind of see everything, hear everything, but I'm not involved. I can still focus on my work, my job, and the department is basically running itself. Okay. This gentleman comes up to the front desk. It's a young female at the time. She's 20, let's say. Okay. And this gentleman comes up to her and goes, hey, there's kind of a mess on the treadmill. You might want to get to it oh my god this is the the member political affiliation guy yeah but lacking any detail for the <laughs> no okay. detail the loud mouth. got it this team member this female has had issues with him in the past and she goes mr so-and-so what do you mean <laughs> she she's not giving him anything because he's a dick uh, yeah <laughs> he's been a jerk to her in the past like trying to figure out her entire life story her political affiliation i'm very proud of her to this day she put her foot down and was like this is not an appropriate work conversation i am an employee here love nice. it i am doing my job i am doing my job well if i can make you a reservation for the fitness center let me know if there is anything else beyond that I am not of assistance to you. Love it. So I was like, go off. I love you. But this is before or after the treadmill incident? Before. So she's had all of this previous experience with this dude. And he comes and just goes, hey, there's a mess in there. You might want to like go take care of it. And she goes, Mr. So-and-so, what do you mean? He goes, well, there's an accident in there. Oh, my God. And she's like, "Um, okay, like I'll go take a look, I guess. And she goes into the main cardio room discovers this and it's she literally screams through the whole fitness center oh my god liz (laughs) oh my god mind you there are there are members like working out like in the fitness center and i'm like what do you want like (laughs) i am busy she goes dude i need help here (laughs) 
<laughs> what? And she goes, Mr. So-and-so shit on a treadmill. I can only imagine this is like when your dog craps on the carpet and your Roomba yeah. happens like, to go <laughs> ride around the room. Yeah. yeah, did it like trajectile anywhere? Like- so come to find out, the gentleman leaves property very, very abruptly. So would I. <laughs> it never <Yeah>. returned. <laughs> And again, that's why I asked, like, was this woman like a mess? Like, I can't imagine him getting in his car. Oh, my God. Hmm. Yeah. So poor guy. He was on the treadmill and like lost it. He trusted a toot that he shouldn't have. Oh, my God. On a treadmill. Did he keep going? I don't know how fast he was going or how long he was going. Well, yeah. So long story short, we had to close the fitness center because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I wasn't trained in that moment. How far did this go? (laughs) I could like pull apart that whole treadmill. Uh, Yeah, I got very versed in that treadmill. Like, let's just say that. There were only, again, it was COVID times. We only had so many people in the fitness center at one time. So I had to look at all these members that I know very well with this like shit on the treadmill behind me be like, yo, you got to go. Can I close the fitness center? Like, do you really want to keep working out here? Like there is a... Were they just like, no, let me get a few more miles in. I like the grind. smell. They're literally, <laughs> there are literally skid marks on the treadmill behind me. And you want to be at like the squat machine next to it and like keep working out, sir. Oh my God. GTFO. So everyone was like, what do you mean? So I had to explain to everybody somebody had an accident well, somebody had an accident and there's like defecation in the fitness center <laughs> speaking of a fitness center and uh, accidents have you seen those videos of like the women like heavy weight lifters that completely just urinate as they're doing it and what it's like, it's like a weird instagram kink where every video they just all in an open public gym mind there's you. a foot for, for everyone. everyone it is what the? super interesting um, that's no, not the goal God. of it they're just weightlifters no but, i personally cannot say i've never seen that in my professional workplace it, thank goodness i mean only <laughs> shit <laughs> I don't think that's their their goal isn't to make videos of that content. It's so about, they push it's all so about hard. lifting. Yeah, it's they, like, all about push lifting. So that's hard just they a, pee. Yeah, that's just like a, a subsequent con- oh. thing that just happens during going heavy. I have not seen that in my professional workplace. It's extreme, but Thank it, it's like public gym and other. It's, there's people around that don't seem to mind. But okay. blows me away. No, no, no. If I Clarifying. saw that in a gym, I would be super disturbed. But are they urinating? So it just like kind of goes down their leg. No, or are they-, they are. They. It's or is it like puddling. pushing out a baby? Puddling. It's puddling. Puddling. Anyway, okay, back to my poop on the treadmill. Did you clean it, by the way? <clears throat> is that you that had to? I helped. Wow. Oh. Props. I was the. That takes, that takes a lot. I would have thrown the treadmill away. <laughs> Just it's order done. a new one. Did you not hear the part where I said multi-million dollar brand new brand fitness new. center? Yeah, I know. Makes I'd it sound like they can afford another one. I would, no, no. <laughs> at least try to charge the guy or something. Uh, so, so yeah. okay, let me finish. So, oh, sorry, we're jumping ahead. The members that are in the fitness center are very, very understanding and be like, Ugh, yeah, you got a mess to clean up. I'm going to leave. I'll see you tomorrow. Can you put me down for a reservation? I'm like, hmm, do you really want to come back tomorrow? And do you really want to use this treadmill tomorrow? Like, can you can you just take a break? Was it really bad or was it just like... No, honestly, I'm talking it up. It wasn't that bad. It was it was a toot he shouldn't have trusted. and But still, you have to take all your precautions. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to well. do. So I call my GM at the time and they're like, uh, I don't know, call housekeeping. Mind you, this is a very small property with two housekeepers. It's Aww. a, it's a oh, country well. It's a country club. There's a clubhouse. There's a fitness center and like golf course restrooms that's all it is so like two housekeep two full-time housekeepers can get it done mm-hmm. they refuse to help me oh yeah oh my god yeah i'm convinced they just claimed that they didn't understand what i was asking them in that time so me and this <laughs> team member like shove on gloves like multiple layers of gloves i'm like taking my jacket off i'm like i don't want to touch anything i have oh this, i just got the chills i have like strength bleach like ready so yeah. and then eventually we have to we clean everything like put the incline up <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> clean everything Did you just turn it on and just like spray it down and hold a towel eventually let it roll. eventually yeah when it was like clean enough <laughs> to do that so we just turned oh it up he's got a face full Oh no, my we God. we like turned slow it, speed. No, slow. no, yeah, but it was it was it was don't high, start and sprint. It was no. high incline, so it didn't impact like any like motor or the bottom like underneath mm. the belt or anything. It's just on the mat side of it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like with plenty of towels and like straight bleach. I mean, I'm think how much you. sweat and other things that's on there. I mean, it's pretty. Damn. I guess those, I wouldn't want to touch those mats. On a so we regularly, well, COVID times, we regularly had to clean and, and sanitize the whole entire facility. Even the mat though on the I on did. treadmill? It was new. I wanted to keep it yeah. nice. Okay. <laughs> did you have a lot of treadmills? Uh, Four or five. Which number was this? Two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So we're thinking like, <laughs> this guy is going to quit. He's going to quit. He's not going to be a member. He's going to go to whatever other big box gym. And he's going to quit. We're never going to see him again. Next what? day. Yep. No. Yep. Next day. Yep. Couldn't even wait two days. Nope. So by. Well, I was on fresh in your mind still. By this time, like the group chat is going off with oh, my yeah. employees. Like so-and-so shit on a treadmill today. Like <laughs> me and Liz had to clean it. And yeah, he called the next morning to make a reservation for the same afternoon. Same treadmill. I don't know because I couldn't look at the man in the face. I couldn't look at that guy in the eye. I what kid do you, want you to not. Bet it was the same. Yeah, treadmill. No, 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 you go to a gym no, no. a lot. You, you use the same like treadmill. Yeah. Use I the same you, ones. I kid you not. I was probably at that property another five months after it happened. I don't think I spoke to him. Yeah, I had like, to, like, sir. I had to clean up your poop. I kind of have like a lot of poop stories. I have a lot of code browns and pools. Oh mm. yeah. Mm. On that note, thank you for listening. Thank you to our hosts, Ms. B. Thank you for being here again. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for having me, Bill. Always. Pat, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Glad you joined us. Nice to meet you. Loved your stories. You're welcome to come back anytime. Love yes. to be filled with them. Liz, thank you again. Love having you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> for those listening, if you would like to contribute a story, please feel free to reach out to us via email. You can reach us at Tales from the Service Industry at gmail.com. Tales from the Service, service industry, industry at gmail.com. In synchrony. I don't even know what to do with that. Uh, um, thank you, everybody. And we will see you again in two weeks. Bye. AvenuePodcast.net.